and welcome to Talk Pop C. Our topic today is art as cognition. Mm -hmm. My name is Carolina Flores, and I'm the resident philosopher. And I'm speaking with Levi Satter. Welcome, Levi. So I'm going to start with just a very general question, which is just about, um, you know, what are your favorite things about art? Any art form that comes to your mind that you like. Uh, my favorite things about art is that it can. Uh, it, it makes me active. It makes me feel like really good, right? Or, or even art that I that I don't like, right? Uh, it makes <laughs> me like active in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. By active, you mean to sort of like have an emotional response, or do you mean something else? Yeah, have an emotional response, but then also there is this like very rational response that comes after as well, where it's like, okay, but why? Why do I feel this way mm -hmm. about it? Um, and I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's like a two-stage thing. It's like first you have a response, and then it causes you to sort of take a step back and reflect on that response. And what do you think you learn after that reflection on your own emotional responses? Um, I mean, I learned that I'm really good at rationalizing why I feel away. Um, <laughs> but but also too, um, especially engaging with other people, looking at the same piece of art, mm -hmm. um, then I get to see it how they would see it as well, and I can kind of explain like what pops out to me. Yeah. And I think that process is is a really cool process. The process of sort of sharing perspectives. Yeah. And it also seems like, you know, one thing I was thinking of, it's like it's a good way to get to know other people. Yeah. Like sometimes maybe the best way to know other people is see how they respond to like, a, you know, both, both of you like respond to the same thing and see what's similar and what's different. Yeah, absolutely. Like it allows, um, you know, I mean, I think that's like one of the reasons like cultural art artifacts like, you know, exist, right? It's like a bunch of people decided, yep, this is something we all agree with, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, part of maybe why they exist is in part to exactly allow us to have these like community, special communicative experiences with others. Yeah. Like it seems like, you know, in a sense, it's it might be better to do that than to just have a one on one conversation. Maybe sometimes yeah. you learn more about someone else. Yeah. What do you think is special about art in that on that level compared to just, you know, maybe like seeing how someone responds to the news or like to things happening around them when they're walking around on the street or anything mm. else? Mm. I think uh, the thing that's special about art is that. Oh, that's really interesting, um, is that it is more confined. It's more concise mm -hmm. a lot of times. Um, so the news is very like. Uh, Like no concise. beginning and no end, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but but I guess with art, right, often there's an artist behind it who had many cognitions, many thoughts. Um, intentions about, Intentions yeah, that then was to. translated into this, yeah. right? And so it's a more, like, uh, concise form of, I don't know, it, it, it's a concise object to engage yeah. with, I guess. I mean, this is a hard question. I, I'm not trying to trip you up. Yeah. I just, like, I also don't know the answer, but... Well, I think you're right about that. So, like, maybe one factor is just to, like, it's like a parcel. You can sort of, like, consume it in a sense. Like, it gives you this, like, you know, one-hour experience or whatever it mm. might be. Um, maybe something else connected to the intentions and stuff is, like, maybe seeing how someone interacts with a piece of art is, like, a, gives you more information about kind of, like, how they interact with other people if, like, pieces of art are sort of closely expressive of someone else. Yeah, I think for sure, right? Like, um you can definitely, I, I think, especially good art, right? That's like, I think a lot of good art is very polarizing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that definitely allows people to engage with an idea that they otherwise might like uh, avoid a lot yeah. or that they might, um, it allows them to engage with an idea that they enjoy like in a very deep way. Yeah. Um, and 
that definitely allows you to understand like what's going on with other people um, in a way that uh, just like day-to-day interactions doesn't facilitate it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's also that art objects are often, exactly as you're saying, kind of designed to cause some sort of deep reaction. Mm -hmm. So it's like more informative to see how people respond to those things than how they respond to other stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, One thing I was curious, you mentioned this at the beginning of our conversation, that you think even like, you know, bad art or art that doesn't make you feel good is valuable in these ways. Let's talk about an example. Can you think of a case where like, you know, you saw, engaged with some piece of art that, I don't know, made you angry, upset, that you had like no reaction to? Uh, That I had no reaction to. That you had like a very negative reaction to. Right, right. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think... Horror movies is a great example. Uh huh. Great. So I'm not actually a huge fan of horror movies. Me neither. Um, I get too scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, like, I just don't want to engage with like those like negative, the negative feelings that are associated mm-hmm. with it. It's it's not like enjoyable for me. It's like, um, it's definitely not something that I. I don't know. I, d- I don't even like exploring. Right. There's like you know like um. But then there's shows like The Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's very big popular culture kind of mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. Um, that plays with these concepts and I just like don't I don't enjoy it I don't feel good after yeah. watching yeah. it and so but is it art yeah absolutely yeah and there's a lot of people that feel really good they feel excited after mm-hmm. you know uh, watching a horror movie or something like that um, yeah so it's a good case because it's not that you think horror movies are like low quality or something. It's just that for you, they, they take you to an emotional space that you do not want to spend time in. Namely, exactly. I guess like a space of kind of like fear, anxiety, panic, disgust, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas other people maybe like maybe they have those experiences, but find them interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have different experiences of like excitement and like high adrenaline and stuff right. like that. Well, yeah. and I think that it like it allows people to think through things that um, mm. that that interests them. Yeah, I guess even on a subconscious level. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe horror movies just like don't interest me in that way. Um, yeah, but. or I mean, it sounds like you you know in a sense they do interest you because you have this deep you know strong reaction to them that right. you then can like reflect on and learn from, right? So maybe something you've learned is exactly about like you know how you would respond to certain scenarios and how you don't want to dwell on certain certain things and how maybe you're like seeking a different kind of life that isn't centered on adrenaline and you know whatever it might be right yeah i think yeah i think that's yeah i think that's right yeah yeah um yeah do you think um you know, do you think it's, like, easy to be friends with people who have very different preferences along those dimensions? Or are you like, oh, you're a horror movie person. I'm not sure how we're going to get along. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a pretty gregarious person. Yeah. I, I like <laughs> engaging with a lot of individuals with a lot of different views. So I think that's one of the reasons that I say that, like, you know, that I, I'm not very dogmatic in what I describe as art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, because I think there is you know, we're, we're all different people where we all have these different perspectives. And I think that like knowing, engaging with what other people view as art, uh, is useful for me as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then I can sort of like take their perspective for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whereas otherwise I would be very limited to like, you know, what I just enjoyed, which is fine, but you know, it's, yeah. uh, but limiting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can you talk about some cases where you felt like your perspective expanded in that way? Maybe where you discovered some art 
perform or piece that you didn't think you'd enjoy and, and did? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think... So... Like, collaborative art pieces... Uh, I'm trying to think of the, the right word. So when you, when you go to a play... Mm-hmm. And the audience is a part yeah. of the uh, yeah 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 process. like immersive theater immersive theater right I was uh, I was very unsure of how I was going to feel about that and I have been to some immersive theater that I really did not engage with yeah but there has been some um, one was like on the experience of immigrants right and mm-hmm. you know I was uh, born and raised in Colorado you know never had that experience but. Um, through this show, I was able to more emotionally engage uh, empathetically with yeah. with the immigrant experience, uh, which I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise without this theater show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that would be a good example. Of yeah, that. so it's both that, you know, the show itself expanded your perspective, but also that, like, you became maybe more open to this particular kind of, like, form of, of art. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because beforehand, I was like, I don't, I don't like. I don't you know, want to participate. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> right. Like I'm in the audience. I just want to be over here. I'll watch you do the thing. But that's it. You know. But um, but yeah, it helped me realize like, oh, okay, cool. Being a part of the engagement in the process uh, can be a really fun and um, exciting thing. Yeah. So it's not. Sometimes it's not just the kind of triangulation thing we were talking at the beginning of like, you know, two people engaging with the same art piece, but where the art piece is like just kind of sitting there. Right. In this case, it's like the art piece like talks back at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So that kind of also blurs a little bit of the kind of distinction between engaging with an artwork and engaging in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, because it, it the artwork almost takes on a life of its own, right? It becomes like almost like um, not an individual within the process, but it is um, an entity within the two-person interaction. I suppose I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's too out there. No, I know I like it. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. You said you wanted to be expansive about what you count as art and what other people want to engage with, and so like I guess like a like there's an expanded idea of this, which is like you know maybe we can engage with many different things as we do with artworks, so where we see them as like props for our own reactions and then reflection on our own um reactions Mm -hmm. and like on yeah other people's as well yeah yeah cool yeah yeah i don't know art's rad it's very cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah great well um maybe we should wrap up thank you so much this was really great (laughs) yeah uh it was great talking to you yeah